We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America Podcast. My name is Bill Trochi, Senior Editor here at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, the lead college football writer at SportingNews.com. And Bill, we, we are recording this on Saturday. We are two days away from the national championship. You are at the epicenter of the college football world out in Los Angeles. You've been there less than 24 hours. How has L.A. treated you so far? Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't been here very long. I had a late flight, delayed flight. That's part of the game. you got to be able to uh, alter. <laughs> you got to be able to adjust and adapt. Went over to media day today. And, you know, I, I think the narratives here are pretty obvious. You know, TCU's trying to dispel the Cinderella myth. Georgia's trying to not walk into bulletin board material about a second straight national championship. And, when that happens, I think the game typically meets itself in the middle. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I, I want to hear all about um, how everything was set up uh, for Media Day. I, was it at the stadium or was it at the hotel? It was at the Los Angeles Convention Center. They did a nice job. They always do a great job here at the playoff of making everybody – I mean, every player was accessible. You could walk up to Brock Bowers and talk to Brock Bowers or a Donnie Mitchell or whoever you wanted. And, um, you know, some – Kirk Herbstreet was there and – Greg Sankey was there. It was cool. It was a good experience. We've got a lot of content coming at Sporting News. I mean, we'll hit the TCU side first, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a good time today and then got to talk to a lot of people, and that always uh, drums up excitement for what should be a good game at SoFi Stadium. Yeah, no question. The, one of the funny things at the, um, the media day for the Peach Bowl with, between Ohio State and Georgia was the uh, SEC Network – had its stage on one side uh, in the back of the media room. And then the Big Ten Network had their stage on uh, in the back of the room as well, right next to each other. Of course, Tim Tebow was working for the SEC Network. Urban Meyer was talking for the Big Ten Network. And, you know, they, of course, have their wonderful history together at Florida. So it was funny to see that in the background. Um Bill, I'm curious, who, who are some of the, um, the, the, the guys that you talked to today that, uh, you know, gave you some, some stuff that uh, maybe you didn't know before you talked to them? Um, you know, I was in on the scrums with the coaches. I like sitting in on those. Um, Travis Hodges-Tomlinson Hodges talked a lot about what this has impacted the community at TCU and just kind of being a celebrity. He mentioned, like, walking into a Target and not having a TCU shirt on and people knowing who he was and how that's cool. And, um, you know, Max Duggan was good on the podium. And, of course, on the Georgia side, uh, we talked to Brock Bowers. Like I said, we talked to Greg Sankey a little bit about Kirby Smart. We'll save that one um, for our story. But, yeah, they, they all had good things to say. Uh, nobody really said anything over the top. There wasn't any of that bulletin board material, at least from what I heard. Uh, it's more of a – these two teams are going to play the the respect card for the opposite team, and that's definitely apparent. And I think that stems from Kirby and Sonny. Sorry, uh, just that they have a respect for each other and the style of play that each other, one of them play. Did you get a chance to talk to uh, Jeff Monken? The He was great, I thought, the offensive coordinator for Georgia at the Peach Bowl, and Kirby doesn't make his assistance available during the season. So he's, right. he's he likes talking. He enjoyed it. The Georgia beat writers loved hearing from him because he's entertaining and he's insightful and he, he'll right. talk about different things or whatever. I don't know if if uh, if you got anything out of him, if he was there today or what. I, I went by that that one, but I was moving along uh, around, so I didn't stop by. I probably should have now that you said that, but that's okay. Um, and, you know, obviously I was in on Bennett Scrum. I mean, he's another huge story here. I mean, always has thoughtful answers. Talked about the comeback against Ohio state and what was going on in their minds and everything there. And, you know, just had a 
pretty straightforward answer. He just said he, he thanked God after Kirby called the timeout, said it was one of the greatest timeouts ever, and then they went to work. And the interesting thing he said was he didn't treat the sec half, second half and first half any differently. They just – he said we rallied from two 14-point deficits, and he was very clinical about the progression of that. And I think that's something that's definitely in his head coming into this game. So you broke down the quarterbacks – uh, this week at SportingNews.com, took a close look at Duggan and, and Bennett. Of course, both of them made it to New York as Heisman finalists. Uh, one stat you dug out I thought was very interesting was their success on the deep balls. What, what did you find there? Yeah, um, you know, on passes of 20 yards or more, it's not that much of this. I mean, I think two splits matter. This is one. On passes of 20 yards or more, Max Duggan, 36 of 74, 48.6%. 1,312 yards, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, Stetson Bennett, 23 of 60, 854 yards, five touchdowns, six interceptions. So, I mean, it, it definitely is – that's part of TCU's game plan. They're going to have to hit the deep ball in this game. And they have to feel good about that. I mean, that's that's some amazing numbers. I mean, 50% completion percentage on, on deep passes and 18 touchdowns and three interceptions – that really stuck out to me uh, as a weapon. They're well aware of it. Kirby Smart is not going to let you run. Everybody knows that. Their front seven is great. Kirby's committed to the run. It, it, you know, it, w- even with without talent, he, that is his philosophy. He learned it from Nick Saban. He has always stuck to that. So you're going to have to pick apart their secondary. And if Duggan can throw the deep ball, that kind of plays right into TCU's hands a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to have to – do that i mean they're gonna have to hit that there wasn't a lot of kendry miller talk in fact i i can't speak to this but i thought i heard somebody say kendry miller isn't even here so i can't back that up that may be a thing that you know the backup was definitely getting talked to a lot um but yeah i mean tc is gonna have to have the running game and they will have to take chances in the passing game and the key on that side you got a little bit from the georgia side it seemed like some of their defensive players dimash johnson and, and one of them they're getting sick of talking about how they've struggled. So that's something to watch for, too. Georgia's getting a little sick and tired of hearing that they can't stop the pass. Well, they've been lit up two days in a, two games in a row. So there's a reason why people are talking about it. And it's their job to make sure right. it's not three, day, uh, three games in a row. So um, I was thinking about TCU. And, you know, with Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12 and their success this year, and now, I mean, I don't know if you saw, you've been uh, noticed that they have uh, signed three Alabama transfers in Trey Sanders, JoJo Earl, and one of the Brockenmeyers. I'm not sure which right. one, Tommy or whatever. So they have uh, taken three, and all three of those guys were highly ranked guys coming out of high school. That, that They've gone from Alabama to TCU. Is TCU about to be legit top dog in the Big 12? They'll certainly have that opportunity. I mean, this is, again, a a story we'll have later in the week is kind of dispelling the Cinderella label. I mean, and I've kind of thought that the whole time. Like, they're not not a Cinderella to me. They're a good one-year – they're more of a – I would term it – it's not even a one-year wonder. It's more of a one-year phenomenon, though, than a Cinderella story because this has been going on for 25 years. I talked to uh, Brian Estridge, their play-by-play guy, um, they, they, this started way back in like the Francione era where 
that took commitment from a financial standpoint. And he was talking about a Sun Bowl where they bought more tickets just to show they were serious. And it, it grew in the BCS era. They've been in five different conferences, been all over the map. And, and you know, that doesn't include the Big East, which remember they joined <laughs> and then they didn't, they left for the Big 12. So this is a program that's had to, they don't have a royal bloodline. So all these Cinderella, yeah, Cinderella, they, there's not a royal bloodline here, which I guess is a Cinderella tie in some ways. But this is, a, I think this is more of a product of a quarter century of work and earning respect from the playoff teams, from the Blue Bloods, and, and more so than just, yeah, there was a little bit of a lightning strike with Sonny Dykes this year. But, I mean, this program's been doing it longer than people think. And they've been, you know, they won a Rose Bowl. They went undefeated. Right. So they have been on this stage before, none of these players and coaches, obviously. Uh, but, you know, TCU did it. They took a dip for a little bit. And then, oh, excuse me. Yep. And then they rebuilt it under Gary Patterson. And it's good to see that they're, they're I mean, sorry, they rebuilt it under Sonny Dykes. Patterson got them to the, the, the what we thought was their ceiling with the Rose Bowl victory and the undefeated season, Sonny Dykes has pushed it one step further. Yeah, and uh, Estridge also talked about that. That was a fun conversation, by the way. He's an App State guy. He's been the TCU play-by-play guy. And, you know, App State is like the Ohio University of the South. We're very – so guys like us get along. And he was talking about how um, (laughs) – yeah, this it took courage to move away from Patterson. You know, they had stuck with him for a long, long time. And he said that was a, you know, courageous move. But that is a big boy program move when a coach isn't performing and you don't like it. Even if it's the most important coach in your program's history, you have to take chances. And they they found Sonny Dykes. And Dykes, um, he's great on the podium, by the way. He gives you, you – if you don't get a long answer from Sonny Dykes or a, a complete answer, so to speak. That's on you as a reporter, man. He, he gives you a full answer every time. He does, and he, he seems to enjoy it, right? right? I mean, he is not bothered by the press. He's fine to answer uh, questions and, and uh, questions that he's been asked many, many times, and he doesn't seem to lose patience or whatever. I think Kirby just kind of gets through the press conference because he knows he has to get through the press conference, and he knows you know to put on a good face for the program because everything's about recruiting with Kirby. Um, but I think Dykes, uh, he doesn't mind talking to reporters. Uh, when I did the uh, sporting news coach of the year story on Sonny, uh, they were more than, uh, you know, willing to set up phone calls and things like that. And just uh, went out of their way to help us out, which, you know, you know, not all, all the schools have uh, this year that we've dealt with TCU was, you know, and, and it didn't feel like they were sucking up necessarily. They were just no. like, they didn't mind talking to the press, and and I'm sure that came across, you know, at media day. I think the Georgia players and the Ohio State players, when I went, they were all equally, you know, accessible and enjoyed the the talking to the press. I assume that it was the same today. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they don't. Um, yeah, they, it's again. I think, but when you get to this point, when they've done it twice, I mean, I, I always say you can tell there's they they just want to go out and play. They want to go finish the season. They've said their bit. They've almost said everything they can say, and it's it's pretty much time to roll that ball. Well, not roll it out there, put the ball on the tee, tee it up and uh, get them going. But yeah, it was, it was a good experience. I think Georgia, they seem focused. Bennett seemed focused. Um, they're ready to go too. And, I, and that's, 
I mean, I don't know how to feel. I was talking to Pat Forty about this at lunch, Sports Illustrated, the awesome college football writer for them. And he's like, I've, I've gone back and forth. And I, depending on the person I'm talking to, I, I might say something different. And I totally <laughs> agree because, I mean, my, I've kind of stuck on, I think George is going to win by two touchdowns. And I've thought, but then the more I think about it, I'm like, TCU can make this interesting. So, I mean, that's what makes it fun. At least it's not, this isn't, a lot of people are assuming Georgia's just going to win by a bunch of points, and I, I don't know if I can make that assumption. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, we, so we shall see. It, it reminds me of the Notre Dame-Alabama National Championship a little bit. Notre Dame kind of had some good fortune during the season, Won some close games, was undefeated all the way up to the end. Clearly was at a talent deficit against Alabama, and that was evident in the first half of the first quarter, and that game turned into a runaway. Yeah, and I mean, that's what we don't want. I want, you know, selfishly, you want to cover one a, a great game. You want to cover an equal game, and you want it to be fun. And, you know, I know neither the Georgia nor TCU fan base wants that, but certainly going to be a, a an interesting game. Have you – been out to SoFi yet? Are you going to be able to get there before Monday night? Uh, I haven't been out there yet. No, we just we took the shuttle back from the convention center, which was a pretty nice drive. We're back. Um, I wrote some TCU content that I'll you'll be editing soon or tomorrow, and um, going to take. I'm probably going to take a nap before I do anything because <laughs> there is the uh, Eddie Robinson. Um, ceremonies tonight. That's another Sunny Dykes Award. You know they they're he it's a good tradition with the fwaa a lot of uh reporters will be there and you know in the past sn coaches of the year like bill clark and luke fickle have won this award it's really kind of formal slash informal and a lot of fun and then the coaches i assume will have a uh, joint press conference on sunday uh before they have their final walkthroughs uh, george's i know will be closed i assume tcu's is closed as well yeah, they'll they'll have those tomorrow, and like you said, the the final press conference, which that'll probably be more like they just pay each other compliments. Which again, there's a lot of respect between Kirby Smart and Sonny Dykes. I anticipate that'll be a fun press conference, but um, lighthearted. There's nothing like you're not going to pull any like major si- sound bites out of them there. I don't think there'll be any bulletin board material out of that either. So one thing that has popped up uh, since we last had a podcast was uh, some allegations that Michigan is facing, some level two violations, four level two violations, and then 
one level one violation, the one level, level one violation was the failure to cooperate, allegedly, by Jim Harbaugh when he was uh, presented with the level two violations, which I think included uh, coaches who weren't supposed to be code analysts, I guess, who weren't supposed to do on-field coaching uh, and some uh, recruiting during the COVID shutdown period. Um, and I think, you know, the level two violations do not carry major penalties, but if you do not answer truthfully to the NCAA, if you do not cooperate fully with the NCAA, that can land you in hot water. That's allegedly where Harbaugh and Michigan stand. Uh, do you have any thoughts of that? Have you heard anything on that? Well, I've heard rumors about a hamburger. If that's true, that he was buying <laughs> recruits hamburgers and that's a violation, that's just going to give him more incentive to leave for the NFL if that's what he wants because it's absurd. I mean, <laughs> the COVID stuff is definitely something that they weren't supposed to do, and it, and it was getting compared to on Twitter and in blogs to the Jim Trestle situation, which was, you know, uh, he – they always say it's not the crime. It's that you covered up the crime or you lied. And that's when guys get in trouble. It's when Hugh Freeze got in trouble. It's when Jim Trestle got in trouble and countless other coaches. But it's also, as uh, my friend John Bacon tweeted, you know, the NCAA will legislate the you-know-what out of a, a misdemeanor, but they they kind of look the other way on the felony. So it's, it's definitely – I don't think this is anything fireable. I don't even think it's something that they would suspend him. They may lose a scholarship or something like that. But if they do, I, again, this would just be more incentive for Jim Harbaugh if he can get that NFL offer to go the other way. Because I would get sick of it if they were coming after me. Because there's so many things in college football now. We don't even know what, you know, with NIL and everything else. It's I know that's not a blanket excuse, but there's a lot of things that just – it's out there now. I don't think it's worth getting – in trouble for other than the COVID stuff obviously was very serious at the time and, and still is. And, you know, you can get in trouble for that. Yeah. But, you know, relatively speaking, right. Tennessee has not gotten in trouble for one thing they did uh, prior to Josh Heupel taking over. Not one penalty. <laughs> and that's the AA bill self has made, you know, missed a few games for Kansas in the FBI investigation, and, and, and you know, basically, uh, they had you know uh, Adidas buying players for them essentially when it was before you were allowed to do NIL and things like that. So it would shock me based on those couple of things. You know, the NCA has not levied heavy penalty. Sean Miller, Arizona, did not get in trouble whatsoever. Arizona didn't get in trouble after the you know they were part of the FBI investigation as well. So. You know, if I'm a Michigan fan, I'm not necessarily concerned about it. Uh, the headlines seem to be sound more threatening than it is. But you said the big piece of it. How does this affect Jim Harbaugh's mindset? And I thought that that is yeah. something that that's, you know, worth thinking about. I would watch it because, again, like I if I were him and I always try to put myself in his brain, which is not easy to do. But, uh, yeah, I'd be like, I'm not putting up with this crap. I'm. I'll take the Colts job. I'll take the Panthers job because if I'm going to go, and if he did, you're not supposed to buy the recruits a hamburger and you're not, you're obviously if he misled NCA investigators, but like it just feels convenient on a lot of levels that we're doing this now. And it, it people were trying to compare this to the Pete Carroll parachute to the pros. Now they're, but 
take the Pete Carroll violations from then and put them on today, and they're not a big deal at all. Right. And, yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh's not cooperative with a lot of people. Right. I don't know, <laughs> right. I don't know if the NCAA expected a different Jim Harbaugh, but uh, I can see him not necessarily being cooperative right there. So, all right, Bill, I'll let you uh, close it out from L.A. Uh, give us some final thoughts before the game. Uh, and we will have our next recording is going to be Tuesday after the game, after you have flown back, back from L.A. to Columbus. Uh, we can break it down a little bit, and I'm looking forward to that. But uh, what are your final thoughts from L.A. between uh, now and kickoff? Oh, looking forward to it. You know, it's it's the ninth college football playoff. I did talk to – I forgot. I talked to Bill Hancock a little bit about the future of – it was not on the record, so I'm not writing anything for you, but we were just – going through kind of the process and what he's some of the things they're facing and getting the 12 team playoff ready. And Bill Hancock, who has done a great job with the college football playoff is one of the nicest people in this business. So that was fun. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely hoping that the flight is on time on the way back. And I will say this, like if there's anything that bonds us all while I was waiting for four hours on my delayed flight, there was uh, three or four guys and we were sitting around and we were talking about this college football stuff for like two hours, because once your flight is delayed, you have a choice. You can either sit there and be quiet and be buried in your phone, or you can talk about college football. And the alternative is always better for me. I I sent out a tweet today that said uh, Saturdays with college football are a lot better than Saturdays without college football. And uh, that, that was well-received out there. So Very good I and think very true. The right audience. So anyway, thank you very much uh-huh. uh, for everybody listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast. Thank you, Bill, for making time for us. Your busy schedule out in L.A. Enjoy the game. Looking forward to the coverage on SportingNews.com from Monday night. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you once again for listening to the All-America Podcast. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. 
And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.